Hey everyone, this episode of Witch Police Radio is my interview with all three members of alt-rock trio Y. We talk about defining alternative in 2019, what success really means, the group's long history and 90s roots, their new-ish definitive lineup, and a lot more. If you've been paying attention to the show for a while, you know that I was fundraising to get new equipment, and this episode is still using my old gear. Thanks to everyone who donated to the fundraiser, I was actually able to, a few days ago, pick up a Zoom H6 recorder, which is really going to be a game changer in terms of how the podcast actually sounds. But because it's a completely new piece of equipment to me, I have to actually take some time to practice with it and get used to how it works. So this episode, and quite likely the next few, will be recorded on my existing gear, or my old gear, I guess you can call it, and there'll be a transition in the next few episodes where I'll be using new equipment. So again, huge, huge, huge thank you to everyone who supported the fundraiser. I'm blown away by the support that the show has, and it makes me definitely more um, more motivated than ever to keep recording as many episodes as possible, talking to as many different kinds of bands as I can, and uh, really just going harder with the podcast than I've ever gone before. So thanks again, and stay tuned in the next uh, few weeks to a month to hear what will hopefully be a better quality version of Witch Police Radio. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre, Winnipeg's premier concert and event venue. If you want to find out all the great shows they have coming up, go to myparktheatre.com. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Radio. I am in a Tim Hortons. Usually when I end up at a donut shop, it's a Robbins. And the oh. reason for Robbins, not to shit on Robbins, but Robbins is usually, it kind of sucks, so it's usually yeah. dead. And Tim Hortons, it's no always the danger of it being full of people, right? But this is all right. It's not, it's so not basically you're picking places that are on their way out. Are you about to go You're about to go bankrupt? Can we that might be the case, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, I'm at Tim Hortons and I'm with, is this all three members of the group right now? Yeah. Of yeah. Um, why? Yeah, the main writing aspect of it. Yeah, we're live, we bring in a couple people. But, okay, so, okay. Yeah. So I think maybe just to get things started, we should just go around the table here and everyone identify who they are and what they do in the band, and then listeners can put a name to the voice. Let's start. Oh, we should, well, start either one. Me? You play, go for it, yeah, sure. In studio, you play a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm Jeremy. You sound so excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm Jeremy, damn it. I play guitars and background vocals. Okay. And bass. And, and uh, various other... Miscellaneous sounds. Miscellaneous things. Yeah, and keyboards sometimes. <laughs> Whatever we need to get done. And, and Dave? I'm Dave. I play drums and percussion and a little bit of, a little bit of, of uh, keys once in a while. And I've snuck in a few vocals that the guys don't know about. I'm happy. <laughs> I knew about them. Oh, I, I knew about them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Brian and I, I sing and write words. Okay. So. And so before, you know, before we started talking online uh, about potentially doing this at some point, I had heard the name, and I, I think I'd seen you on posters, and, and the idea, impression that I had was that it was a rock band, and that you, which is the most vague term possible, right? And that you, um, you did a lot of uh, events, from what I could tell, that had a, um, 
a purpose behind them. Like it, it, it was, there was those that, were the most known ones. Okay, I mean, there was okay. a lot of just us playing gigs in weird places, right, and just right. f- fleshing out songs and thinking, well, if we suck here, no one will notice. Sure. Kind of sure. Well, the, the bigger ones, maybe the ones I heard of. That's and, the, and then, exactly. So yeah. When I looked you up. I didn't expect to see that the band that started in 1993. Well, no, it didn't actually in 93. I was thinking about doing music in 93. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So the, the, uh, but it was like, no, we, I mean, we didn't really when get When was the first lineup? When did you guys... Well, yeah, how long it, wasn't, been, it wasn't really, I mean, we didn't really get a proper album until probably 2000, 2001 okay. was, the, okay. was the first real album. Okay. Yeah. And it was, it was like demos and things and crap, so... <laughs> and were either I mean I know you before we started recording you said you were the new guy here mm-hmm, yeah. how long have you been in the band oh about 2010 2009 okay 10 okay. or 11 yeah so okay. both of these members are, are fairly recent additions I guess in this well, in, in the considering it's 2019 I know now, yeah right yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah no it's funny it's yeah because I just remember it was that I wanted to do music but I was I think I was always dabbling and I was kind of scared and I didn't really want to do anything publicly sure. and so I think when I found my voice I didn't. I was just kind of jamming with people and trying to figure out how to just write songs. Yeah. And it was sort of this sort of. I think what, and I'm really a strong believer that things just sort of happen, that kind of flow and happen. <coughs> people come and go, and I always wanted to be that, like the Beatles, you know, we're yeah, going to yeah. be the band, and and then I realized no, you know what's going to happen is people are going to come and go, and it's it's just going to be what it's going to be until it feels right. And so it was sure. sort of that, you know, sort of like Larry King of. Many marriages, yeah, many marriages. Um, but I just, I, I found it was funny because when I connected with Dave, I knew I hadn't even hear him play. I just met with him at a, a restaurant, and I said, "You're the guy," and okay. I just knew. Okay. He said, "Well, you should probably hear me play for a second." No, I'm pretty sure you're going to be the guy. <laughs> and I don't know why. I just, I just knew he was going to be the drummer. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a guy. Just kind of knew. Yeah. And then he came in and went, "Yeah, he's awesome." So it was great. Um, because I think too it's sort of that thing of sometimes you're almost happier with just a person you can hang with than, sure. than a because there's really some really talented assholes and you don't, uh, want, and you don't want to work with those guys yeah. well it's <laughs> you know? easier if you already have a rapport right if you can actually yeah. hang out together first then the music part well, I think, and the fact too that we really we really feel about the music always seems to take precedence over everything else so in other words sure. it's always about the song so if it's like um if we're doing something and I go, well, Brian, you know that vocal, maybe maybe you want to shorten that verse. And I go, well, if it makes the song better. It's not about, well, my song, you're taking my verse. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really about if it's going to make the song better, then let's not do that verse. I'd much okay. rather have a song with one verse in it or shorten the bridge or lose the bridge. Or, right. you know, and I think we're all that way, that if it makes the song better, then that's cool. I mean, okay. we'll fight for something if it's really, yeah. really passionate about it. But, um, yeah, I think we really found our stride. I think in 2010 it was going and then two other guys left and one guy went to left the country another, another guy went off and did other stuff and then we were for a long time I had known about Jeremy and I always wanted to I remember Dave talked about Jeremy he was, yeah he would never work with us no he'd be too busy or he's as a he was really, too busy and then I was like where do I like to work with him he really seems like the kind of the right fit and, this, and songwriting and yeah, just yeah. you know he just feels like I've watched him play I think he's great I think he would really get it and it just didn't seem to happen and then one day we just connect and I say hey let's just talk about music and it just sort of happened and then okay. We started jamming, uh, Jeremy and I, uh, and I said, well, let's just see how it works. And Dave, I think you weren't even there at the first session. And uh, I think we went, went over to our, our keyboardist, Eric, Eric Norquist, he also was in, in The Secrets. Okay. And, and we were just kind of jamming at his place a little bit. And then we 
jammed a bit more at, a, at a, another demo studio. I'm just kind of writing out song ideas. And it was funny because I remember he was warming up or something. I said, what is that? And he goes, oh, I'm warming up. Yeah. And I said, no, Jeremy, that's a song. That's a song. <laughs> and then, that's almost and we had three. That night we had three songs that night. Oh, cool. And then the yeah. next session was like another three or four. And then we kept, kept songs kept coming. Yeah. And I think we probably still would keep writing if we hadn't stopped ourselves. There was just so yeah. much sure, sure. coming. Mm-hmm. You know. Is there kind of a, a mold that the band has always been in over... You know the years and lineup changes and things like that. And you're obviously the constant, right? Yeah. For all this time, but is there? I mean, sonically, has it changed a lot? Oh yeah. From lineup to lineup. Oh yeah. yeah. I think so, and I think it's good. I think that's what's going to be exciting. But I finally feel like I'm at a place where this is what I've been hearing in my head. Sure. What we're yeah. doing now is what I've been hearing in my head, and I couldn't figure out how to put it into words. And so when I hear Dave play something, I go, Oh my gosh! I would never have thought of that. That's exactly what it was. I just right. couldn't get it out. And the same with Jeremy. He'll play something, and I'm like. Yeah, that's exactly how, and it's funny how that works. It's there's sort of this this synergy of, of um, we're really working hard at just trying not to get in the way of the songs. I think sure, that's the sure. biggest thing for but us. But them naturally, yeah, like just, yeah, 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 yeah. Lots of lots of times we're just like sitting in the studio, um, and someone's just noodling, and okay. it's like that. That's mm-hmm. a song. I hear that. That's like a chorus, bridge, verse, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of we tend to then add to that and mm-hmm. or a song that we think is going to be a ballad and it ends up being no. much grander than that <laughs> and the one that we thought would be the really the big grandiose show opener ends up being it's going to be much better at the end of the album it's much yeah, better yeah. Uh, yeah. end the show or kind of a, a slower tune and um, we've done a few like we did a couple of we did an acoustic thing just to kind of want to try out some of the songs one night yeah at a, like a coffee house type situation, and they felt really good. And then we realized that these songs could be broken down to that acoustic okay. place too. So it's a good sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you can strip down all the all the, the loudness yeah. from them, right, and still have the same is effect, the is yeah. the is the moment there. I mean, there's still some. I mean, the new song too. We've got some really interesting keyboard things and some strange sounds. And I like the idea of experimentation. I mean, I grew up listening to Radiohead. Yeah, yeah. So sure, I mean, sure. that's been a big influence in my life. And and uh, now I mean, Radiohead, Muse. Um, Mute math. I really like what they do, but I mean, that's also they're very um, they're bands that don't really write songs uh, for singles. They just write music. Sure. But yet we're still very we're not consciously trying to write hooks, but we do find that there's we hit hooks. We're yeah. really hitting hooks. Well, and from it's what I've heard, like, yeah. very it's very hooked. Like there's just big big hooks too. Yeah, and yeah. and they're not deliberate. They just sort of happen. It's sort of like it'd be great to have a hit song if you could get a hit song the right way. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think we're we're just enough off <laughs> mainstream kind of goes like we've had radio. Like a lot of independent radio likes this, but like mainstream radio will go, "Well, I got your song off DMDS. Uh, so, uh, where are you guys? Like, are you charting or what stations are playing it? Well, this, this, no. this and this. Are we getting a lot of college play? Are yeah, we getting yeah, a lot yeah, of internet yeah. play? Yeah. Um, and they go, "Well, so who's your label? So we don't have a label. Yeah. Oh, and it was like so. Four, 40 seconds ago, we were great, and then, until they heard that, and now yeah. we're not great yeah. anymore. Yeah." yeah.
Uh, we, we said the station in Mexico pick us up, which cool. is great. Yeah. And but most of it's streaming. Yeah. The thing is, is terrestrial radio kind of dying? I don't. I mean, it, it doesn't have to die. But if it doesn't let new music in, if it's not being first, right. and and, there, and it surrenders itself to Spotify, who's going to come back from Spotify? Who's going to come back from YouTube? Yeah. And YouTube Music. Why would radio give up? that position of being the gatekeeper and having the music be the first of the music. Now they've kind of relegated themselves to being nostalgia yeah. machines and appealing to an audience that's kind of diminishing. And when sure. they're gone and they turn, okay, now let's see who the next audience is, they're already off listening right. to once something the, else. Once yeah. the classic rock, the classic rock now becomes too old and the new stuff, those kids, when they're older, they're not yeah. going to... They're, they're glued into Spotify and stuff. Well, I was talking to yeah, my yeah. mom when she came to Winnipeg to visit, and she goes, what's with all the Led Zeppelin? I got over this when I was 25, yeah. Um, and she's, like, listening to, like, she was on the told me about Lord. Okay. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, honestly, classic rock, really, if you think about it, our classic rock is Nirvana. I know, it's, which is weird. Yeah. 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 I mean, someone said, I was saying, well, you know, Actung Baby came out in 1991, yeah. and I was like, no. And Nine Inch Nails too is the yeah. same deal. Yeah. Well, that, that was the first real rock concert I went to was Zoo TV. Oh yeah, yeah. And I got to go. And it was like given to me this you know ticket. I got to go to Vancouver and it was indoors. Still oh cool. Before they went and did the big all set broadcast. Because when they did the stadium ones, the one here, I yeah. I, I, I was I was too young to be able to afford a ticket. But me and my yeah. friends snuck up to the stadium and peeked through the little hole <laughs> there and watched. You know. Well, I mean, I was just literally, and I mean, it was the Pixies open yeah. for them. So yeah, yeah, I was just yeah. Like, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. this yeah. is insane. Yeah. And then they broke up. <laughs> but um, it was one of those weird moments, you yeah. know. And there's certain kind of quintessential moments in music. Like when I saw July Talk recently, that for me was one. It made me think back. I haven't had that kind of epiphany in, in a concert situation since Zoo TV. Oh, well, okay. Being in there like this kind of just stunned, like this is my first rock concert. Now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, and so now when I went to see July Talk open for Metric, and I'd seen Metric before, I was floored by the way they worked the stage. Sure. The way they... There was this kind of interaction. It was almost theater, but it was music. But they, they were letting the music carry them. And I mean, it was a bit extreme, but I really liked that idea of why not just forget about, um, you know, just let the music kind of carry and make you and look and be willing to look foolish. Like I've always been willing to look foolish to get the sound out. I'll right. do whatever it needs to do to get the sound out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It means I'm just an awkwardness to what I do on stage anyway. But then I guess that's genuine though, right? People probably see that as being authentic if you're yeah. clearly. You know, oh, I've had, yeah. I've had people say, "What's with the weird faces in the videos?" Oh yeah, yeah. I said, "Because that's I'm really singing. That's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That's yeah. writing my face. Yeah. It's the face I make to get that sound out." I had someone say, "Well, can you just try to look a little like more handsome?" I said, "No, that's that's how." Did someone actually tell you that? No, oh, yeah. So yeah. you're kind of like look, you're making ugly faces. It's not really appealing. Can't you look better? Yeah, like because well, it's uh, yeah. They said when you make these faces in the video, you look kind of right. ugly. And I went, well, that's the face I make to get the sound. Oh, shouldn't I be? Doing? Well, could you maybe just lip sync and, and just try to look? But it won't look real. Yeah, There'll sure, be no sure. passion, and yeah. I'd rather just sing along with the playback. So, yeah. are, are there? I mean, you know, especially since you've been doing this for for longer than these two have in this group. Well, they were. He's been doing music sure, sure. a long but, time. I mean, as far as this band itself, though. I, is there, are there artists that all three of you kind of point to at this point as as maybe not necessarily direct influences, but that you can all agree on? Oh I, yeah, easily. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I think Muse is one. Yeah. Muse, yeah. yeah. Uh, Radiohead. Well, Dave makes jokes about Radiohead, but Jeremy and I. No, really no, like I, I like I like Radiohead, but. I, you just make jokes about I make them. Joke, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you don't get Radiohead, it just sounds like it sounds like people first hearing jazz. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, 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 July Talk has been really captivating my mind right now, but that's just me because that's something I experienced recently. Right. Yeah. yeah, you I, were listening to a lot of Metric recently, though. That's some you? Metric, yeah. yeah. And I I tend to gravitate to um, heavier music 
But then uh, you'll listen to something but then really I go, odd but, and artsy yeah, so like, fartsy. I was listening to Tremonti the other day, and then the next song is Johnny Cash. Okay. Um, and yeah, and it's just. But I remember one day I got in the car and you were listening to Breathing Underwater by Metric, and I went, I love this song. Yeah. And I said, I didn't realize you were listening. I didn't know you listened to Metric. Yeah. So. But I mean, I mean, we all do agree on certain Mets. Yes. I mean, yeah. I know you're a huge Mute Math fan. They're okay. a band out of New Orleans. And uh, I don't know if they're even mute. Are they still Mute Math anymore? The drummer left, and well, he was really the only Paul Meany is yeah. the original member. Yeah, it's a it great, on, it's so. a great. He's man. writing now. He's okay. still going. So. Well, so I mean, we all kind of have our individual tastes, but we, sure. we find a middle ground that seems to kind of be where the music. Yeah. we all kind of bleed. We all bleed into the same yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of collective. Yeah. 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 There's a, where do you think you fit in within the local music scene? And maybe this goes back to what I was asking earlier about the um, kind of higher profile shows that you seem to have played. Like, do you think that there is a, I know it's a shitty question, but like, how do you define, I guess, what you do? Because I mean, you could be, I mean, if you call yourself a rock band, that's the vaguest possible terminology ever. Yeah. Old rock even is, is also fairly vague these days, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that there's kind of a pocket you fit in, or are you sort of separate? I think we still, I mean, whatever alternative is anymore, because I was yeah. listening to... Well, the, yeah, that's the problem, right? It's all, yeah. mo- it's yeah. all modern rock. Like, when I was a kid coming up, alternative was like... Nirvana and sure. Nine Inch Nails and, yeah. and and Radiohead. I mean, Creep was like, oh, that's a definitive. That's what. Nirvana. Yeah. And now it's like I'm hearing. Now it seems like it seems like alternative is odd pop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, like yeah. when I'm listening to Alt Nation, if I have a renting a vehicle and I hear Alt Nation, I'm listening. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And then I'll hear like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then you know, like Billie Eilish, they'll say, well, she's kind of alternative. I said, yeah, but she's kind of, what she's really is odd pop. But right. yeah, I get yeah. that. I think it's alternative to whatever's happening. But. Um, but but I, in the I 90s, think, alternative was an actual section of the record store, right? Yeah, Which is, yeah oh yeah. 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 It was like it was supposed. It was kind of like there was punk elements to it. Yep. Um, I think yeah. there's something. I mean, you could say when you talk about punk rock, well, that's very punk rock, and it's like I don't think it's a haircut or a style or. <coughs> I mean, Johnny Cash and his last albums that he did with Rick Rubin oh, yeah, yeah, were very great, punk yeah. rock yeah. albums. Yeah. The American Recordings were very punk rock, yeah. and then um, I was thinking like even things like um, you know I've listened to even. I mean, I'm not a big fan of a lot of mainstream rock, but I really, because I guess mean, it gets overkill, right? I mean, but I can still listen to something like a, like a John Lennon track and go, oh my gosh, or I listen to Paul McCartney's song sure. and go, my gosh, you know, my mom was right. This is awesome. You know, you forget some of these great songs. And I, I think it just, if it's a great song, it's a great song. That's yeah. all it is. I just, I don't, I think it's funny. People try to kind of say, well, where do you fit in this? Well, here's the thing. I've been, I went to a show. Um, I went. I went and saw Medians, who I love. I think yeah, they're a band, great yeah. band, and um, another guitar player, and and he was in a band called Pushing Daisies, which yeah, kind of started that, around yeah. the same time that Wise started, and so we were kind of like parallel lines going along, and um, I think he's landed quite well. But I, I think it's just that even them, like I went to that show and it was kind of rocking, but it was groove and it was all these different things. So. It's like when you listen to Jack White. Where does he fit in? Sure. Yeah. Sure. You know. But I really love what he does, even and his, and his side albums too. Yeah. You know. Um, but I guess but, I mean Jack White. He has the benefit of being able to basically headline whatever show he wants at yeah. this point, right? So as as a local band playing within the local well, music scene, do you think that there's somewhere that you kind of well, feel more at home? Well, that's what I'm saying. We were getting asked a lot. I've been asked to do a lot of shows. I've had Deep Dark Caves. That we're going to do a show together, and we've had then we had like Reconso, which is Southern yeah, yeah, Rock. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we opened for. This is a while, but we opened for like, you know, uh, Ill Scarlet. But then a few weeks later, we opened for, um, uh, oh my gosh, I can't even think what his name is now. Um, oh, Are you darn. talking at the, the pyramid there? 
that show? No, it was, um, oh, dude, he's like an old classic rocker guy. Uh, really white hair, and I can't think of his <laughs> name. Describes a lot of old classic rocker guys at this uh, point. He did, <laughs> did, dun, 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 dun. Why can I not think of his name? That's how tired I am today. <laughs> Edgar Winner. My okay, gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very and I yeah and, I said, and I said, well, are you sure you want? And he says, he asked for you guys. Oh, really? okay. And I went, okay, because we are really weird. I mean, comparatively to what he does, I mean, sure, a lot yeah. of white mustaches out in that crowd are yeah, not yeah. going to be digging what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like my, mom, my mom would be pretty cool down with it. I mean, even though she wouldn't be down with that either. She'd probably run and go see something else. But um, The white mustache is very specific description. Yeah, very white mustache, <laughs> a lot of white mustaches and, and probably furrowed eyebrows. Like, what is this? What is this? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I just think that we, we're not kind of locked into anything. I think that's what's kind of cool is that we have people coming out to us in different styles of music going, hey, let's do a show. So, I mean, we did a show. We played with... Um, you actually, that was the acoustic thing I did with her. That's the one blood shots, with yeah. the blood shots. Yeah, I love those guys. Yeah, great, great guys. guys. And um, and then the main headliner was a band called Sister Grey, which was like really keyboard kind of synthy, over the top kind of you know glam. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't think we really have a locked place. Uh, I'm just thinking, wouldn't it be cool to go play at Bonnaroo, or wouldn't it be cool to go play, at, you know? So I mean, I'm at a point. Where I think we we kind of we can probably play with a lot of different people. So there's enough edge to what we do that we could probably play with a rock band. We wouldn't do great with a metal band. I'm no. sure they wouldn't no. dig us. But <laughs> no. but we could end up playing. We could play shows with. Yeah, like Deep Dark Cave would be great. We sure. Could, but I mean, if Reconcile wants to do a show as well, I'm thinking, well, that's two sides of that coin. So yeah, I don't yeah. think we're kind of, you know, it, it's a weird place to be. Major in the minors. Minor in the majors. Stoking hates fires. Trusting in liars Stiff, hearted and captive Fearful and
I mean, I don't know if you can put a genre, if you can put a, a label on it and say this is what we are. I mean, I had some guy in the UK say, well, you're, 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 you're rocking, you're rock pop or pop rock right. or alternative pop rock slash. Yeah. It's like, well, that's still not a genre. So I think we're just, we're just, a, we're just, we're just a band of music and, and, um, <laughs> yeah. and it's, some of it's angry and some of it's joy. I think there's something about, it's, it's that idea of it's easy to write angry songs because yep. anger is an easy, poppable thing to do on stage. Sure, so yeah. You can make the guitars feel it. There's, but it's that other aspect of, can you do, can you do, um, desperation? Can okay. you do, um, joy. Can you do a song that's right. joyous? Like, and start maybe starting a song where it starts off in a dark place and it gets to a joyous place. It, how do yeah. you? How well, how do you put the same double? passion from the anger song into that? Yeah, and can you be? Yeah. Can you be happy on stage? I mean, I mean, also, I mean, I really like foster the people too, okay. which I think there's a great idea of how they do their music. Some, so I would, I probably wouldn't play all that, but I like the the way they they arrange their songs. Sure. Um, yeah. I like the, the you know the destruct the deconstruction of, of punk, but I also really love the. The, the beauty of like Muse, which is almost feels like classical music at sure. times, and then I listen to, um, you know, like Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, who I just think is brilliant, and there's this element of like roots and, yeah. and country and, and, <coughs> and rock, and, and they don't, and their albums kind of seem to deviate all over the place. They sure. want an album that sounds almost like a country yeah. album, and so I just think that these genres are kind of limiting. They are, and, and the problem like, is I'd everyone like is I'm inventing new genres every day. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the idea of seeing it all bleed together. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've, I've done, I've written hooks for, you know, hip hop artists. I mean, Abstract Art Form, I did a song with him and Diddlebug from Diggle Planets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wrote the hook, and then I did the song live with them. Yeah. And they had a live DJ scratching. Also, when I they said, do, do your verse again or do your chorus again, I went what? Because I'm used to like doing it with a track on another yeah, hip hop yeah, artist. Yeah. And they just they just use records and just went around again. Yeah. It was like it was like the guitar player playing, go around one more time, yeah, yeah, do it again. Yeah, sure. It was crazy. Yeah. But I mean, the, 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 there's something exciting about all those different elements. I mean, I can listen to, says, well, if you could listen to one type of music for the rest of your life, I, I don't think I could. I don't, yeah, no, sorry. Because, I mean, your moods shift, and, and sometimes you feel like you want to hear something that's more, you know, funky or, or bluesy, sure, yeah. or, or you want to hear something that's just, you know, like, I really, I really got into the last... Uh, 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 Arcade Fire album, and then okay. some days I can't listen to it, and the other days I'm like, yeah, I need to hear hear that again. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think we're all kind of yeah. so all over the place. How do you how do you sell yourselves? Then? I mean, if someone <clears> says, hey, I hear you're in a band, how do you even explain it at this point? Like, because you can't, you got to do it in a couple. I just, like I just hand right? them a card and go here, go listen to it. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Because I mean, we've had some straight darker. I mean, we've had some darkish type songs. We're also trying to find a way with some of the older stuff to how we can bring that up to speed with what we're doing now sure. and how it'll still sort of fit. But each of these songs should occupy different spaces and maybe do the show in chapters. Okay. Too. Maybe that's the way to do. It. I don't know. We're still trying to figure out how yeah. we're going to do the show. Is it going to be like a, a, th- a three act? play or something or is it going to have like a, an opening and a, I think you want to you want to do it in the sense where it's an emotional like yeah, a story yeah. or a book or a movie you want to your first act second act and third act and um, but I think we're going to have to flesh that out but I think too also you have to play off what's happening in the, in the audience because yeah. if you assume it's going to be the same response every night it's like a comedian what they laughed at last night they may not laugh at tonight right you have to be ready to switch up on, on yeah. the fly yeah. 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 yeah so how much of a a backlog of songs you have like how deep is the catalog after I mean playable stuff I think we could we could easily cover two hours if okay. we wanted to yeah. you, I just would like to update some of those older songs there's some stuff I never want to ever <laughs> <laughs> look at like it's like those demos and you go sure. I wrote this when I was really stupid yeah. and yeah. had a really you know myopic view of the world like oh 
this will be great. And it's yeah. like, no, that doesn't even speak to anybody anymore. I mean, you know. How much of that stuff is still out there? Oh, it's out there. Yeah. I just try to make sure it isn't. It's not on iTunes or anything, right, it's, right. but it's out there in CD form. Yeah. I see it in like you know, Salvation Army. So, oh, wow. Someone really was wise. Yeah. <laughs> but yet they bought it. Right. So, right. Right. yeah, ha ha. <laughs> well, how many albums are currently, I guess? In print, with the, uh, how many albums with this lineup? Maybe well, really I think oh, well, this lineup it's well, actually, Dave and I, I think it's two albums back. Yeah. Right? So and then, yeah, I think before that was the Red album, which would have been a completely different lineup. But we've still done those songs. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think some of those have bled in. I mean, they're still there. But I, I think it's hard because you're you're really excited by the new stuff, and then you'll sure. kind of go, well, I like this, but it, not, it needs to be updated or it needs yeah. to be. It needs to go through the Jeremy filter because yes. I don't think it really. Because I think what happens when we're at a place now where it's where it's such a perfect spot, it's that perfect place musically. That now it's like okay, if we need to, it's fine. We can bring those things in, but they need to go through this filter. Sure. And I'm much happier with that because we're writing in in a key, but then I'm more comfortable singing. And I'm finding why are these songs easier to sing. It just feels very. Um, I hate to use that term because everyone uses it's so organic. Right. It's very organic, Michael. No, but that, I mean, yeah. that does, that, that does yeah. like it's evocative, though. Organic, you know what you, you know what it means when someone yeah. says that, right? So, yeah, it just yeah. feels sometimes like it's a catchphrase now. But um, it's like, yeah, it's trying to describe music is sort of like trying to describe. It's like if you if you if you brought a farmer in and said, explain the the breakdown of all the atoms that create a seed. Right. It's like, I don't know, I just plant it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, and I watch yeah. it grow. I don't know the science behind it. Um, but I know there is a science to it. Sure, yeah, sure. Um, it's just, I'm not a, you know, I'm not uh, the biologist of right. music or, uh, you know, let's do the quantum physics behind a song. Right. You're I'm just like, making it grow. Uh, yeah, I yeah. just am really happy to water it and, <laughs> and, 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 and reap the benefits of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're at a place now where I, I really find we get in a room, um, even the stuff that we have, we weren't happy with, still I think is better than anything that I've written okay. in the past. Cool. Not to diminish those other projects, but it's just, this feels very comfortable. I think we yeah. feel that yeah. way oh, too, yeah, right? Sure. Like, this yeah, is the most comfortable I've felt in the studio. Is that just mainly what what does it? Like I think Jeremy I think Jeremy really brought a lot to okay. that. Yes. I think we used to there was a lot more kind of self consciousness and mm, maybe that's that tambourine should be louder. That'll make it better. Right. It shouldn't <laughs> you know and now I find we're going, we're going to the studio and we're, you're like going in all guitars in one session. Yeah. Vocals in one session. Drums one session and then you know the bass one session. Like everything's just kind of I think he's done even the bass. You've done everything in one session, right? Pretty much. Yeah, maybe on one, a, on a one song. or two of the songs. Yeah. And then it's so it's like two, three sessions of recording and then if we're in the mix and the mix is where it really kinda of gets fiddled with or Steve, sure. our producer just starts really kind of getting it to that place where we're comfortable. And we said, Okay, that's how it sounds in your heads. But yeah, I think I've never felt this kind of way. I could, before, I used to be like, I couldn't let go of the mix. Like, oh, I don't know, is it ready? And you're kind of self-conscious. It's like you're letting a child out the door <laughs> yeah, to yeah, play yeah. in the yard. Sure, are, they, yeah. are they strong enough to go out there yeah. by themselves? And that was sort of that thing. Now, I just feel, yeah, that's good enough. That cool. feels good. Cool. It's there emotionally. I mean, I don't think there's been a whole lot of that kind of 
you know, Chinese democracy kind of <laughs> angst yeah, yeah, over the sure. songwriting. Yeah, yeah. Well, usually if that's the case, it means that the album is not ready anyway. If someone's taken that long to pick it apart, like, yeah. Well, it should be, yeah, that's kind of scary. It should be a bit of that, I think, but yeah. maybe... If you're relying that much on the production, then there's a problem. Sure, right? yeah. I, know, and I think yeah. production's a magical thing, and it's done right. It can be really exciting, yeah. and it should be a, when you put headphones on, it should be something that's, you know, exciting and immersive. Yeah. But, but I mean, I've heard, I mean, you look at John Lennon's Imagine it's just him in a room with a piano yeah, yeah. and a lot of delay. Sure. And right. for some reason, that came out in the 80s against what, like a bunch of synth dancing over the top yeah, drum the, machines. The and, production, yeah, just yeah. The and why did that yeah. stand out? Because it was real and authentic. So. Sure. Yeah. And I, I'm finding too, even when you're talking to younger kids and that, they're getting into music now that's, they're going into folk. And like, why did Mumford and Sons strike so hard right. with a younger audience? Because I think it felt authentic. Sure. And then, in a yet, way that what they were listening yeah. to didn't, yeah. But yeah. You know, I can yeah. listen to, I can listen to Muse and they're messing around with some keyboard sounds. The great thing I like about their band is that they'll, they'll do one album that almost sounds like, like heavy, heavy rock. Sure. And then they'll do another album and it's almost like synth and dance beats and stuff. And then there's another album and it's kind of got a lot of groove. And then you'll see kind of an amalgam of all those things and it's just there's not one thing they sure. are. I think it's just, oh, we like this too. Oh, we like this too. Yeah. It's like you're at a table and it's a smorgasbord and you're like, well, I like pie, but I also right. would like to have some... You know, butter chicken, and, right? You know, you know, it's like I want to have, and I want to have ramen noodles. <laughs> no, fair I, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all, it's all still them. Yeah, category, it's all yeah. still them. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing. It'd be nice to get to that place where you hear it and you still know it's us, but it can be completely different than the last sure. thing we yeah. did. What yeah. I guess, what is the sort of trajectory for the band at this point? Because I mean, I you know I talked to a lot of bands on here who are fairly new. I mean, not all of them. A lot of them have been around for a long time as well, but a lot of them, when they're first starting out, they're super pumped about it. They have these, these big plans and everything. You've been through it. You've been doing this long enough to kind of get an idea of what being a musician, especially in Winnipeg, is, right? So where do you sort of see this going now that you have the lineup you, you want and you can be confident, I guess, with this lineup? I think it's the great thing is it's, it feels like that new band okay, okay. thing, yeah, too. Yeah, There's yeah, that yeah. sense of excitement that it is a new thing. But I think too, there's that other side of it. Is like, well, yeah, but you, what do you want to? I, I think the sky's the limit. It depends on what what the songs do. Sure. So in other words, we'll give them everything we can and put them out in the world, and then hope. I mean, there's still that element of marketing you're doing, you're pushing, and this and that. Absolutely. But it feels like sometimes you get these little bursts. Like over the past four days, you had this real burst of interest in some radio. I mean, internet radio stations. It was like really excited about our cool. music, and uh, I just, you know, I'm like, okay, and, and so a whole cluster of new fans, out of nowhere, like you'll get like. It's like we had this, we had a bunch of fans in India. For something happened, it went in India. I'm not sure what. We had this huge glut of, of just people from India like cool. digging our music. I don't know what's going on, but I'm really happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I someone just, found now, now I gotta, yeah. now I gotta oh, find right. some radio stations in India to send sure, this to. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're talking about us. And in France, too. So, yeah, it's these weird little kind of, just, just recently that little burst. So, I mean, the idea is when you write a song you want it to just touch somebody where they are I mean yeah. for me that's why I started writing yeah. songs from day one and so I sit in my basement thinking if I wrote it there's songs that have hit me and got me through some really intent they were either anthems to certain parts of my life and so you want to write one of those anthems yeah. right and um, and then you kind of think yeah but then you start kind of getting lost in, well, where's it charting and what are the likes on it and how many yeah. places it happened and then it just you forget why you were doing it and then you get like a message, like I, I tell this story often, and it's this lady sent me a message one time, uh, a DM, and she says, I'm in Germany, I listen to this one song, I'm not going to say anything, but I listen to this one song, whenever I listen to that song, I don't cut myself. Oh, wow. And I listen to it every morning, and I went, that's a hit song. Yeah. That's yeah, a yeah, successful exactly. yeah, totally. song. And totally. if, yeah. I'm now hoping, can I write another one of those? I've had people say, I got through a rough time because of this song, or that song. Um, Wait, so that's a level of success that can be measured by likes yeah, or by... Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. And yeah. I think... 
honestly, you see people that are at the top of the charts, and are they any more fulfilled? No, they still feel like it's sort of that idea of like you're fighting for that dream, and then when sure. you get there, sometimes people kill themselves yeah, because yeah, they yeah. get there, they went, "This isn't what I thought it would be." Yeah. I'm still empty. It's like the old was it the old God-shaped hole story? You're throwing right, everything right. in there, but everything. It's that idea of this: you have a goal that's. Yeah. It's, and then you get there, and now what? Now yeah, what? Yeah. You know, I've achieved my. God forbid you achieve your dream, yeah. because then you'll not want to go from there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think there's something we're saying about I'm still not there yet. I'm still haven't arrived. That idea of running the race, yeah. as opposed to winning the race. What is winning? Right. The, I think the winning is if you can have the best run. Sure. Yeah. No, possible. I mean, there's still be stumbles and falls and bleeding and bruises, but can you get up again? Can you keep going? Yeah. Are um, you happy doing that? Is that? I mean, is that like a? Let's be honest. It'd be great to do it for a living. Sure. Yeah. sure of course. Yeah. But yeah. can yeah. you? I mean, we make expensive art that people <coughs> steal. <laughs> True. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, you're right, yeah. I mean, and that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've, and over the years, I've met a lot of different artists and different else. I've met, I've met, you know, Dave Grohl. And we had a chat with. Him. I met, um, Lenny Kravitz, who really had an amazing attitude. I was kind of blown away by how cool he was, in that he got it. Um, you know, I've met the U2 guys. I've met, you know. Uh, but I've also met some really great bands that are just small bands, and I'm like, wow, these people are really just, they're all in the same place. They have their own kind of self-doubts, no matter how big they are. They all have their, oh, their of course, fears, yeah. Yeah. their questionings. Um, the person you think is super successful, and you go, yeah, but you know, I don't know if that's any good or not. Or yeah. I wasn't planning on releasing that, and it ended up becoming the one that was the best one. So, yeah. I mean... Well, yeah, even people who have made it made it have imposter syndrome where they feel like they shouldn't be oh, there. Oh, everyone feels that. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be here. I've been at events where I'm backstage with something on I'm not supposed to be yeah, here. Yeah, why, why yeah. Why does anyone want to see me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done that too where I've had people, can I get a picture with you? And I'm thinking, why? <laughs> you know? Or, or yeah. can, I get you, can I get you to sign something? Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, but that's all Scarlet over there. Why don't you get, you know, oh, I got their autograph too, but I want you to sign. You know, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, or you know how many times we've had photographs with people and they're like, why do they want a picture with us? Or, yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. You're also fearful of, yeah, but if you go out and do this, what if no one comes? Or let's book that big room. What if no one comes? Yeah. And there's a point where I've had people say, oh, no, no, we're going to open for you. And I'm like, no, 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 we're going to open for you. Yeah, no, yeah. no, we're going to it, It's that, when do you realize it's okay to be the headliner? I don't know. I don't know how you get to that place.
Does it does it matter to you guys? If, not if no one comes, obviously, but like say you know you play a show and there's. I've played. People in the I've crowd, played. Right? To, I've played to five people. Are you happy if, if, <laughs> if it seems like one of those people is getting it? Like, the the five to... people deserve the same show. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. And what if I die tomorrow? The guy saw their last show and phoned it. I'd rather play to the and one guy. And then some of the old demos you want to forget about are collector's items. Well, that's right. Exactly. But I mean that that whole idea of uh, yeah, I think if they, it's sort of like I had someone say this one time. I used to get really embarrassed. And he's like, can you sign this? Can I get a picture? Can you sign this for me? And I go, uh, and someone nudged me. It was a buddy of mine. And he goes, don't make anyone feel stupid yeah. for liking what you do. Yeah, yeah. Don't make them feel stupid because you feel stupid. Yeah, that's a good point. It's yeah. an insult to them. You can hide that and deal with it, but don't project your feeling stupid on them because they're going to feel stupid for asking sure, yeah, you. Yeah. And I went, okay, because I was feeling like, why would you want that? And you're thinking, I'm, I just don't want to be egotistic. No, you're being insecure and you're projecting it yeah, on them. They want so you just, to do this. Just yeah. sign the thing and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> let, them, let them get out of it what they want to get out of it and don't ruin it for them. Yeah, for sure. Because the music's bigger than your insecurities and sure. your, your being uncomfortable. And, and once it's out there, it's up to the listener to interpret how they want too so something that you might feel I mean I, I haven't played bands in a long time but when I did I remember playing shows and thinking as I'm getting off stage that was awful they obviously heard every screw up I made and then people come up that was great I loved it and <laughs> why is that the best show right <laughs> the one you where you knew you killed right, it right. they go I, I didn't see that I'm sorry I was getting a drink yeah. I didn't and then you play terribly but people they love that they're show they're taking it how they yeah. want to hear it once it comes out of yeah. your mouth or your instruments and yeah. yeah it's the sloppiest show it's the one they were yeah. all yeah. In, oh that yeah. was the best yeah. man that was just so and good and they remember that one and it's like what's <laughs> like yeah, with the power cutout or yeah, yeah, exactly. still, yeah. Well, yeah, when you want acoustic there, yeah, we kind of had to. I did where Eastern breaks and you're, I'm, I'm just singing along. We could work in the crowd because they were trying to fix something. Yeah, yeah. Because someone didn't bring an extra bass with them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I don't know. In your approach to writing, I mean, you're doing music. It's Jeremy. I think you just. I don't know. It's like I'm watching him, and I'm kind of in awe. It's like I'm watching someone do magic, okay, or surgery, and I'm like, well, how's he doing that? It's, like, it's just, fire. Uh, yeah, exactly. He brings, this, he brings this little kind of like space station with him, puts it on the floor, yeah. plugs everything in, and I was like, ooh, what? What does that mean? How does that work? And I'm like, you, will you remember all this? Yep. It's all there. It all comes back. I just am always blown away by. Yeah. It's like watching a scientist do something, or yeah, it's like a wizard in a in a cave making something. Ooh, a joke! Just have a staff, and, yeah. Run your foot! Run. <laughs> so, um, if people are, are hearing this and, and they're hearing about you for the first time, what's the best way for them to kind of get a grasp on, on what you do and what you're doing now? I guess because there is a lot of history there. And uh, um, what's kind of the I best think the, probably the best source would be maybe Reverb Nation because it's got everything there. Like Reverb Nation is, and you can stream everything. You don't have yeah. to worry about, you know, having to wait through ads and stuff. So, think ReverbNation.com/slash/y, like W-H-Y, yeah. and uh, our videos are there, and um, the songs are there, and you can kind of, you know, take a make a, you, know, you just kind of listen to it on your own. I mean, we're on Spotify as well. Um, uh, you have our a website our, too, right? Yeah, WhyTheBand.com. Okay. It's W-H-Y-TheBand.com. Um, I mean, do people go to websites anymore? I don't even know. I don't. I go to websites to buy concert tickets or merch, and that's it. But I tend to follow. If I'm following a band, I tend to follow it on like Instagram. And, yeah, I think that's what a lot of people do these days yeah. too. Yeah. I feel like it's more interactive, and I'm seeing stuff right away on there. Yeah. They post yeah, like sure. we, we post a lot of stuff from the studio. This we want to people kind of be people in the, in the loop is what we're doing. Yeah. Sometimes maybe too much, but 
I've had people come. I had a, three different bands come to me at the uh, Median Show. And go, hey man, I love that new song. What new song? The one you're working on right now. Oh man, maybe we put too much up there. That's my favorite. See, it's three minutes. It's three thirty seconds of, yeah. of something, and you decided is the best. Okay. That's a good sign for the future, though, right? I, mean, I guess. Yeah. But I think yeah, there's just sort of a synergy to what we're doing, and I'm really I'm more interested in just what's happening there, and I'm really I'm looking forward to bringing these things cool. live. But it is fun when you have people come to you and go, I want to do a show with you, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I really like what you do musically, and you're asking to do a show it's yeah, like okay awesome. guys we got to get into rehearsals and start doing some shows and we're at that point where we'd like to have more money to finish the album we've got the songs for a full album but we're just we're coming to that point now we need to get out there and, and make some some extra cash just kind of get some shows but not do it for the money i guess that's right yeah, that's the worst reason to be doing shows but it's that whole idea <laughs> of how many, one of the reasons why you're doing shows yeah like i mean how many times you get a show and it's always that exposure gig oh, sure, yeah, yeah. another exposure gig great <laughs> We'll pay for the album with the exposures. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Exposure bucks or not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so people should check out the social media to kind of see things that are yeah. happening. It's all on whytheband.com, why cool. sure. Okay. But yeah, it, we're, it's a weird thing to kind of dissect. And then when I, I, when I said, let's do this, and I realized, now i got to talk about music. <laughs> but it's like it's like it's like describing it's like talking about kissing or something. Right, you don't really right. think about it. You just do it. You know. Yeah. Like, hey, let's let's but break the, it down. The interesting thing is though that I mean, like just I've been doing describe this, eating. You know, I've been doing this for almost seven years every week talking to bands, and the answers people give me about describing music is like from person to person radically different. I mean, people look at it the way you do. Other people look at it like as almost like a utilitarian thing. And it really depends on who's talking. So it's it's always interesting to find out where people are coming from, regardless of what type of music they play or whether they even can. Find it. Because well, and we don't follow a formula, right? No. I mean, sometimes no. we'll start with a verse, and as it starts, it could be a bridge, and we build up from that, or there's a full intro, or sometimes it's a drum pattern, and we go, oh, so there's it's never there's no formula. Yeah, sometimes it, like there's songs where it's just been four notes that Jeremy was just noodling on. I'm like, yeah. that's that's a song. Yeah. yeah. I think you yeah. under he underestimates what he's like. He'll be doing something. Well, I'm just warming up, or I'm doing no. no you're playing a, a song. That's a song, dude. That's a song. Yeah, he kind of underestimates his abilities. <laughs> He's the best of the mutants. Yeah. Uh, yes. So are you guys then? Are you in this for the long haul? I mean, as the new, whatever as the new that hall is. Yeah. Whatever the hall is. Yeah. As yeah. far as the songs take us, I mean, <laughs> they haven't kicked me out yet. <laughs> no. no, I think we're at a. It feels right now like it's we're a little triad of. of I mean, before it was always like this idea of let's have a four piece and a five piece, and just, but then there's these people, this is kind of like someone can't make it. Yeah, we're yeah. in a place now where we can play everything we need to play to record and to write. So then we go to a show, we bring in, okay, we need to bring in a bass player, sure. we need to bring in Eric who plays keyboard and, and rhythm guitar, and he does the vocals. So um, it's it's a, it's a kind of an orthodox, it's not what, he, what I wanted growing up. I had this idea of what a band is, yeah, and then yeah. I realized, it's just a little family uh, brothers who are making music. And we're all kind of going for that goal of well, let, how do we make this thing stand on its own and and live? You know, we're yeah. kind of, you know what I mean? It's a kind yeah. of a, I don't think there's a lot of, I think it's pure emotion more than thought. I mean, there's days that we'll stop and we'll kind of analyze it, but I don't think it's ever really gotten to the brain. I think it's always been kind of in that chest area. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that might be actually a good, a good thing to end on, is the chest area. <laughs> it just sounds, it sounds wrong. Yeah. As soon as it came out, it sounded awful, yeah. But, um, <laughs> defibrillate, defibrillate. Yes, yes. So the chest area, um, people should check out the social media at whytheband.com. 
And if you want to hear more episodes of this show, go to wishpolice.com. All 380 whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. Um, you can also tune in to UMFM 101.5 on Sundays at midnight. And those are older episodes that get kind of a boost um, a few months after they are initially released. So, you know, this could be fall sometime and you're driving your car at midnight turn on the radio because that's the best time to listen to the radio and there it is this could be on there yep. go right out and check out your music online okay, so, yeah. Cool. Yeah. we'll wait till the fall then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll hold our breath right on cool yeah. All right, well, by then we've hopefully done a lot more shows so. yeah, hopefully you got a new yeah. album or something who, right? who knows yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. right on okay thanks a lot thank, guys. thank you thank so you. much thank you Dodging the 